Hey guys, technical difficulties. Um, can you guys believe it's already the end of the semester? Seriously, it's the end of the semester. Like 2019 is almost over. We have gotten to spend 14 chaoses together. That means we have spent 30 glorious hours, you guys and me, hashtag blessed, right? Hashtag blessed. Okay, it is so much fun learning your names, right? Because some of you guys come and test me every week. Hey, Brennan, what's, what's my name? You know who you are out there. You knew that? Yeah. And I'm so glad because you forced me to bring my A game every night, right? And it's even been more fun because every week I've got to see you guys do activities like wrestlers. I got to see you wrestle. Where are my wrestlers out there? Yes. Um, I got to see basketball games. Got to get my basketball crew out there. I got to see volleyball. My volleyball crew, that was fun. Football, that was a blast. My football players. How about my cross-country runners? Wow, there's a lot of you. Cheerleaders, because that is a sport. Who, um, I got to spend time at the Riverside Recharge. And the hype team. Okay, and then the worship team. So much more, okay. Uh, the first night of chaos, I came up here. And I was like, hey, guys, oh, what? Huge, overwhelming feeling because all of a sudden I saw 275 of you and there was one of me. And I was like, <laughs> I can't get to know all of you guys in one night. That's, like, impossible. And it is. It is impossible, okay? I could not. But slowly, each Wednesday, each of you, became more than just a face in the crowd. You did. Some of you, our first encounter was maybe a ball to the face. And then uh, some of you, I forced my way into your volleyball circle being like, hey, can I play with you? Might be bombarded you with a whole bunch of questions. We even like had a snowball fight a couple weeks ago, right? Who knew we could have fun with toilet paper? So since we've had so much time together, you guys know everything about me, right? You guys know that I have three siblings, right? These are, these are my siblings. Maybe. There's my siblings, you guys. Katie, Kelly, me, and then my brother Micah, okay? Actually, the next picture is really how we really are all the time. <laughs> That's really how we act all the time. We're just, we're crazy. Okay, so you guys probably also know that I broke my collarbone in college too, right? You didn't? But I thought we spent so much time together, you guys would know things. This is me with my broken collarbone. I have a plate and six screws in there. It like aches up every once in a while, okay? Um, yeah, so what I'm saying is what I'm trying to tell you is that how much you know someone correlates or relates to how much time you spend with them. Can we all agree with that? Like, how many of you have a best friend? Raise your hand. You can have more than one. I have more than one. How many of you have known, keep your hands up in the air if you have a best friend. How many of you have known them for more than a year? How many of you known them more than three years? Five years? More? Yeah. A lot of times, yes. So, it's directly related to how much time you spend with them. But here's another question. 
If we have a God who wants a relationship with us, and like Bradley said last week, all we have to do is say, say yes, then what is not making us want to hang out with him? What is it? We're going to do a little something different real quick. We're going to do a little something different right now. And I want you all to close your eyes. If you're on your phone, I just want you to take a break from it right now because this is something really important. I want you to close your eyes. I don't want you to say anything out loud. Keep the answer to yourself. And I want you to try and imagine God. Can you draw God in your mind? Just be quiet. We're going to take a moment. Let's draw this image. What is showing up? What do you see? Don't say anything because I want you to know what you have in your heart, okay? Okay, now open your eyes. So keeping that in mind, this semester we find out like, we've been finding out God through the Old Testament, correct? And what if how we see God is actually getting in the way of us taking time to know him? I think I have this on a slide. What is actually getting in the way? Well, I don't know about you, but at your age, I had a few things that I would imagine God. And so I'm going to take this time to explain to you maybe the different ways you imagine God. Maybe you can relate to some of them, okay? So um, the one, I used to remember that God was like almost like a creepy God, like he was everywhere. Because didn't you have someone when you were little being like, God is everywhere. He knows what you're doing. Even when you're in your bedroom, he knows what you're doing, right? And so like... You know, when you're hanging out by yourself, you're like, cool. Like, he knows what I'm doing. So one day, I was like, hey, God, he's everywhere, right? So I'm walking. I open the door because I'm going to go to the bathroom, right? And all of a sudden, I was, like, little. And all of a sudden, I went to go and, whoa, no, God. Like, can you just, like, not look at me right now, okay? You can't just float up there. I need to go to the bathroom. So just close your eyes, right? <laughs> Seriously, I had a moment like that. I was just like, this is weird. This is embarrassing. And... I don't know about you guys, but I don't want a God who is just simply sitting there watching and just being there. But here's what's wrong with that. If we see Jesus as a true reflection of God, right, in Matthew 28, 20, he says, I am with you always to the end of the ages. In fact, he goes on further saying, I'm going to send you a spirit so you can stay connected with me. Guys, that's so important. So when I have those moments where I feel alone or I don't know what to say or, you know, I need to talk to him, I'm not worried about having, you know, the phone ring and no one answer it. I'm not afraid of getting to voicemail or even being ghosted. We have a direct line to him, and that's called praying. If someone's like that who's willing to hear me at any moment, I would want to hang out with a God like that. Okay, another way is that I used to imagine God as almost being like Alexa. Who has an Alexa here at their house? Maybe an Echo or Google, right? Um, whatever I asked God, this is my relationship, that whatever I said and I prayed, it was just something I asked for, okay? So um, when I prayed, it kind of go like this. Hey, Alexa. Yeah, Alexa, can, uh, can, you just, can I have an A plus on my next test? Yes, I didn't study, but I'm going to get A plus because I asked for it. Okay, okay, Alexa, hey, can you ask God if I'm like really, really, really good, like I listened to my parents and I was good to my siblings, like for at least a day, if I'm like that and really, really good, can I get the new PS4 for Christmas? Sorry, Brenda, I couldn't find what you wanted. What? Come on, Alexa, I mean, all I just need is, 
you see him as only something you need or want? That he's kind of up there floating. You're just going to wing it up there like, God, okay, this is what I need. Maybe you'll answer it. Maybe you don't. Why would I want to spend with God who I'm unsure about? But if we see Jesus reflect the true reflection of God, we see in the letter of Luke that Jesus did more than just answer people. He saw broken people and met them where they were at. In fact, there's a story called Zacchaeus. He was a really, really little guy, and no one liked him. Like, think about the person you really don't like in your life, and he was like that with everyone. Like, no one liked him. He stole money. He did whatever he wanted to, and then all of a sudden, he went to go check out Jesus, and you know what Jesus did? He went straight up to him and was like, Zacchaeus, I'm coming to your house today. I want to hang out with you. And he ended up giving, like, all of his money away, you guys. You are more than a test to ace. And if God sees me more than the things that I ask for, then I would really want to hang out with that God. I got a few more. Um, Another one that I used to think was that God was this old man, right? Like he was oddly old, but like young and still like super strong and has this like gorgeous flowing like white hair still. But he was just up there floating around, kind of doing what he wanted because he created. He was there since the beginning. And so like I just was, you know, but he's not here to relate with us. He just, he just couldn't relate, right? Oh, yeah, it's those whippersnappers. Oh, yeah, I see ya. You know, I, back when I was your age, I invented Jay Chillin. Oh, yeah, on the seventh day I rested. Yeah, so I'm going to go get some applesauce. Right? I mean, that guy can't relate. He probably doesn't even know what a boomer is or, like, a TikTok or, like, he is a boomer, right? He doesn't even know what a TikTok is. Why would I want to spend time with a God who can't relate to what I'm feeling? But if we see Jesus as a true reflection of God, we see that in the letter of Mark, Jesus, oh, Jesus knew what people were feeling before they even said a word. That there was a woman who was sick, you guys, sick for years. Then she heard about Jesus, and she, her thought was, if I could only touch him. She did. All she did was touch him and she was healed. Jesus knew exactly where she was coming from. And she knew what she felt and she was healed. I mean, if he knows all of that, then he probably knows what I'm going through and I'm feeling. And I would definitely want to hang out with a God like that. Okay, one more for you guys. I used to imagine God as like a referee or like a judge, right? Someone who was just sitting there being like, all right, what are you going to do next, Brenna? I'm going to put this to your list of things, all right? I'm going to keep a list of all the things you've done wrong. And, you know, I'd start praying. I'd be like, okay, I know I'm supposed to pray to you, God. But then. Hold up there, sinner. What? What, yeah, what did I do? Uh, that's going to be a uh, level two sin there. We got, uh, yeah, Brenna Lance partying on Friday. I mean, yeah. like, I mean, it was just one time. Lying, lying to your parents. Yeah, that's in but there. But there's a certain and situation. And, uh, oh, breaking, oh, you broke a promise to your best friend? Yikes. Well, there's, like, a uh, reason for that, you know. It's going to be 15 yards, and you're going to have the flu next week. So, sorry about that. I mean, I know I made a mistake, but, like, do you still love me? If you imagine God to be like that, then I wouldn't want to spend time with him because the amount of guilt I'd be holding on to, and I just feel like I've just been messed up all the time, and why would a God 
want to take a chance on me. But if we see Jesus as a true reflection of God, in the letter of John, he talked to a woman at a well. And he saw her and he was like, I know how many mistakes you've made. I know you've been to, with many husbands. And she's like, oh, but you know what? He didn't sit there and was like, yeah, it's over for you. He didn't say that. He said, I want to give you everlasting life. I want to give you life. If I have a God who wants to give me life, then I would definitely want to hang out with him. So how do you, Brenna, how do you know these stories? And how do you tell how God truly is? Because I've taken time to listen, to read, and to pray. And I ask, God, can you reveal yourself to me? How do you work in my life? Because don't get me wrong, I have plenty of images of who God was. And recently, I have um, struggled with when I have my moments with God, thinking that I have to have everything set up correctly. i got to get my coffee over here. Perfect. Sidecar coffee. Okay, lighting has to be perfect. Christmas lights, everything, because now the setting is right. God's going to see me reading him, and he's going to go, bam, Brenna, all the Christian information you need. There's days that I haven't spent time with him. But the days that I've chosen to just come to him, I've become more aware of how he works, that I get reminded that he is a loving God. Just the other day, I was reading in Matthew 10 that Jesus knows us so well, he knows a number of hairs in our head. I shed a lot, so he knows a lot of numbers. So I remind myself when I get busy, I have this written up on my board. I have this written. You have a meeting every morning with the God of the universe. He requires nothing else but you. You guys, I am not perfect, but I am reminded that I have a perfect God who doesn't require anything from me in order to get to know him. So let's close your eyes again. Close your eyes again. Take this moment, okay? I know, Brenna, you're doing so much. Okay? Close your eyes. Now I want you to imagine in your own way. I want to imagine a God who is with you. A God you can always trust to give you what you need. A God who understands what you are going through. And a God who doesn't keep record of your mistakes. Do you see it? Do you want to hang out with that God? I do. You can open your eyes. Thank you for doing that with me. So going into this ending this, you guys, the first thing to remember, I have a slide right here. Our first step is to remind ourselves the kind of God we are meeting. And if you want to know God, you have to spend time with him. So small group, what does that look like? I want you to decide what your Christmas break looks like. What will it look like? Because now we don't have school. Hallelujah, God, eight hours more. Okay? I want you to share with your group what you imagined God to be tonight. I want you to share with that. And maybe it starts with just what your relationship wants to look like with you and God. Maybe it's starting to talk to him, writing down your thoughts, having a journal, choosing to have a quiet time in the moment. And you're like, hmm, Brenna, I don't have time. What? We are awake for 110 hours in a week. 
What if we started with two minutes every day? Two minutes every day equals 14 minutes a week. That is less than 0.002% of your week. I think that's a reachable goal. And some of you might be thinking, but Brenna, I've prayed before and I don't think God answers my prayer. Well, I have a book of stories from the Bible that share a lot of answers to help you out. And if you don't know how to read it or anything, ask your leader. Chapters, verses, where do I look for for this? What do I do for for this? Your leaders are there. Use them. Ask them. Because they are willing to help you out. Okay? There are so many ways we can connect with God. But just know this. He requires nothing else but you. Just you. Pray with me. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, I have these amazing kids right now, Lord, that we, sometimes we have this misimage of who you are, and um, that gets in the way of us maybe taking that step of praying or taking those few moments to give to you, because we're unsure. We don't know what it's going to be like. You might change our lives, and I'm willing to bet that it's all for the good, because you are a good, good father, and you've made so many promises. You've never broken it, and we can trust in that. I want these kids to know, Lord, because you love us so much that it doesn't require anything. It doesn't require us to have a perfect space in order to hear and to talk to you. Thank you for all these, these kids because they are awesome. And you have blessed them to come in here in chaos. And I'm so glad they're here. Help us to know you more because you are a loving God who doesn't keep record of our mistakes. And you just want us. We ask this all in your name. Amen.